Welcome to The Real Enneagram, A Spiritual Quest, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. Join us as we experience the vital teachings of Enneagram expert Dr. Joseph Howell, clinical psychologist and author of Becoming Conscious, The Enneagram's Forgotten Passageway. Relax as you are taken beyond personality typing to The Real Enneagram, The Spiritual Development of the Soul. Welcome back to a podcast entitled The Real Enneagram. A spiritual quest. Thank you for joining us today for this podcast. We have a podcast today that's going to be a lot of fun for me as we are talking about the ego type 8 and the subtypes of the ego type 8. So welcome, Joe. How are you doing today? I'm good. I hope you are, Erica. I am. It's, it's actually a beautiful day. It is. In Alabama. Yeah, it's a wonderful sunny afternoon. Yes, it is. And and uh, it, it's just, it's, it's getting a little warm, but it's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful outside. So yes. it's a good day for a podcast. And we're glad to have you back. Yeah, thank you. I, I always miss being, doing it and, and being a part of it. So it's good to be back. Yay. Uh, good to talk with you too. So mm. is Lark doing okay? She's, she's doing very well. She pitched hint, pitched hint for hit for you last <laughs> weekend. And, uh, uh, I think she uh, did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah I'm sure she did. Yeah. I've learned from her, so I'm sure she did a great job. Well, good. Well, let's get started. Yeah. Um, do you want to give us an overview of the ego type eight to start out with? Well, you know, eight was actually born, you know, a little soul child too. And uh, in that uh, space of the soul uh, that, that they were born in, uh, relationships and trust and reciprocity um, was 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 what they were born into. Um, they felt surely held by their caretaker and very loved by those wh- who who uh, you know ushered them into this world. Um, the uh, the, the, the eight soul child born in the space of two was very giving, very loving, very compassionate, um, had some characteristics of the ego of the two, but those weren't egoic. They were just characteristics of anybody who's giving and, and loving because, you know, the soul child had no ego at all. And then uh, the ego did come uh, four, five, six years old. Uh, that little two soul child was um, was uh, said, told that they couldn't be the way they were, that there was something wrong with being so relational, so uh, interested in uh, others' needs so compassionate, um, so trusting. Uh, So they put on the ego of the eight, which uh, said to the world, I'm powerful and I'm strong. How do you like that? You can't kick me out now. You can't put me down. You can't say I don't fit in because guess who's gonna make the rules now? It's me. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's an ingenious way of dealing with the uh, reacting to to the to the soul child's wounds, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and I, I I'm very familiar with all of that. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> any of that? I do. Well, I do remember. You know, in the play in the neighborhood. Um, always being the one that decided what we were doing today. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. I was, you know, really the only girl with mostly boys. And mm -hmm. um, I would decide, it, it, we played by my rules and, <laughs> and I would decide what we were doing and who, who was doing it and when and where and all of that sort of thing. And that, that's mm -hmm. as, as, I mean, as long as I can remember, I, I guess I was bossy, so. Yeah, so that you're talking about after the ego had already yes. set, set yes. in. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. the, eight, the eight ego. And so, um, you know, uh, every one of us is either self-preserving or uh, social affiliate or we're uh, preoccupied with the one-on-one -on -one or intimate sexual relationship. And those are the subtypes of the eight as well. And for the self-preservative eight, um, it is called satisfaction. And this is the lust of the eight, um, which is its passion, going through the need to preserve its life and uh, staking out its territory, much like an uh, old prospector does. And uh, doesn't let anybody in, and he's going to be the one to pan the gold. And he uh, built his builds his hut and is sturdily uh, uh, independent and doesn't trust anybody. He's going to get what he wants. He's going to satisfy his desires, his lusts, his longings. And they're going to be all of the things that give him what he thinks is uh, protection and security and will preserve his life and his limb. And... Uh, you know, in the uh, in the extreme, uh, this can become uh, a a person who not only is the prospector who stakes out his territory, but the prospector who uh, might shoot if you cross the line. Um, this uh, this subtype is also called vault, V A U L T. And that image is used uh, in early, early Enneagram teachings to, uh, to um, represent that this is a fail-safe system. Uh, this uh, the, the, the lust has created the finest of safes, the finest of vaults, and the word impregnable comes to mind in this kind of subtype. Satisfaction is achieved in creating the ultimate impregnable uh, environment. But they are, they're totally alone, basically. Uh, they have very few interactions. Not very many want to live in a vault. Uh, but th for those who uh, do, uh, they have to join this preservationist self. Um, I know some people who are actual preservationists. I don't know if they're eights or not, but they have the underground uh, storm shelter. 
the AK-47s, an endless supply of food. And when you ask them about it, it's, uh, it's there if uh, a storm occurs or if a revolution occurs and somebody tries to get them out of their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and for the eight, uh, you know, eights are, you're either with me or against me, and it's yeah. us and it's them. Mm-hmm. And so there's always kind of this feeling, this vigilance for the eight where we're looking out for who's coming to get us, mm-hmm. you know, and as I guess especially with the self-preservation eight, mm-hmm. the storm or the revolution and being prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, empathy is relatively undeveloped here because it's all about walls and defenses and keeping, you know, the enemy, as you say, out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And for the, you know, the average to unhealthy eight uh, mm-hmm. and, and myself living in that space for decades, uh, we're unaware that um, others have a different worldview than we do. I mean, we... We want to stake our claim, but we expect you to stake yours too. And mm-hmm. um, there's very little emotion about it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours if you can hang on to it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, we, we come across as not having a lot of em- empathy or not showing a lot of emotion. But uh, we're really kind of unaware that there's a different way to go about it. Yeah. You know, it's but when we just you have this. Go, go ahead. ahead. Well, no, you, you just have this understanding that yeah. that's how you do it. I mean, you yeah. just, if you're going to make it through this life, you just, t- you know, you stake hold of what's yours. And, you know, eights have a lot of, you know, they're about justice. So we just want what's ours. And, of course, <laughs> yeah. we think we think most everything is, you know, it's theirs, it's there to be taken. And uh, we just expect that everybody's that way, mm-hmm. you know. And, and often, you know, the people who come across as weaker or lazy or, you know, just kind of limp, we get frustrated with that, you know, step up, you know, take care of yourself, take care of your people, you know, not understanding, yeah, toughen up, you're not understanding that there's another way to go about life. Mm -hmm. Well, the, when the eight, uh, crusty prospector goes to his or her soul child, empathy arises because that's the place of compassion at two and you know, that's how they used to live. And uh, now the prospector may have his, uh, you know, little rivulet and panning for gold. But when somebody comes up and ventures into their space, instead of pulling out his gun, he may say, can I teach you how to prospect? Mm-hmm. Or how, how did you find me in these parts? and get to know them. And if they have a child with them, uh, show the child how to pan for gold and let that be a part of those people's vacation. You see, it's a completely different way of relating to the world once innocence, the virtue of innocence and simplicity goes through this subtype, they flip. Well, I, you know, I think too, the, the holy idea of holy truth and when the, when the, eight realizes that we're not separate, that it doesn't have to be me against you or us versus them or my way or the highway. When we realize, you know, that we're actually um, very connected, uh, that's when we're able to go back to the two and, you know, 
be more nurturing and more considerate and mm-hmm. um, and, and servant-like in our leadership. Absolutely. And uh, the social affiliation, the next subtype, is called friendship. And this is the countertype because these eights don't look like typical powerful lording eights. Uh, they... Uh, they are a hail fellow, well-met fraternity brother or sorority sister that you can slap on the back and that's one of the gang because they want to fit in. That is, uh, is what they value more than anything else and that helps for them to feel uh, powerful in their own way because they have a place. Um, he, uh, he or she finds uh, power in the group or in the organization, in the family, and uh, it's more of a fraternal feeling than a feeling of power. But they gain power in having very strong relationships and in sharing territory with the other people they kind of even merge with other people. Uh, they, they continue to be fascinated by injustice and those who are hurt by a group or society, and they become the protector of people in that group and advocate for those who've been victimized or disenfranchised. And as a powerful uh, person, this eight flips their passion of lust into a passion for justice and fairness for other people under his protection. They like the big sister or big brother relationship and uh, the payoff is being a a person who has people they take care of and are a bastion of power within this group. Mm -hmm. Does Does any of that sound, can you relate to any of that? I can. I, I definitely, um, you know, in all the conferences that we do, Joe, we travel around and, um, you know, we'll have mm-hmm. hundreds of people come to these conferences and, you know, we'll all sit at our different tables. All the eights will sit at a table and, mm-hmm. you know, each ego type sits at their own table. We inevitably have uh, somebody who's found their way to the eight table mm-hmm. who just seems a lot different than the rest of the mm-hmm. eights. And, mm-hmm. It's always that social type eight. They're much more considerate of the group. Um, they come off a lot. Um, they're more polished. Um, often, you know, the other ego type eights are not as polished. I mean, we interrupt each other and we, you know, we don't follow a set of rules maybe that's given by the speaker at the conference, you know, talk about this, this, and this. Eights will talk about what they want to. Um, the social eight uh, is just a little bit different. They're, they, they, mm-hmm get along in groups a lot better and they come mm-hmm. off a lot more friendly. And so uh, oftentimes the, you know, those ego type eights have a harder time settling on their ego type because of that. Well, at, at, at the extreme, uh, this friendship group uh, can become maybe like the mafia and uh, is for that reason, may, I, may, I may say for that reason could be seen as a a brotherhood, but it's an obligatory brotherhood. Um, 
and uh, is uh, a brotherhood that um, that you know it 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 looks to the family for uh, for its identity and uh, uh, they they keep things in that family. It gets to the point that it's a, a mafia instead of friendship where mm-hmm. there are sociopathic tendencies to have the small group be so exclusive and have their own uh, boundaries and the eight feeds off being the leader or the godfather or godmother of this group. Isn't that an interesting concept? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely so. But when... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, with those, the I think the eight usually finds himself in a position of leadership within any group that they, they're yes. in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so when, when they, uh, they turn and go toward their two, it turns out, turns uh, from friendship or the clan uh, into having that eight having territorial respect for everybody. They are no longer seen as serfs that eat out of the eight's hand. They are no longer seen as uh, henchmen for that eight. Uh, They are not clansmen or part of the mafia family, everybody has their own identity and their own respect as a person. This is when innocence, the virtue of innocence, is what fuels this social affiliation subtype. Because in innocence, there is no need to have the trappings of a forced friendship a forced obligatory relationship. Everybody stands as who they are in their own right and is respected for it. So if we go on to the intimate relationships, one-on-one and sexual syntony of type A, it's possession uh, versus reverence. Possession is more or less the unhealthy uh, situation and reverence is the healthy way to view one's partner. And the eight marries strength and conquest to win the beloved. And she desires possession of the body, mind, and soul of that person she loves. And uh, she can be vulnerable um, to this person. And it's a wonderful thing that she can do to be vulnerable. But she can get trapped by her sense of justice by going for the jugular of anybody who threatens her beloved and to the beloved herself if she betrays her or he betrays her. So uh, this eight uh, covers up her weaknesses by parading her strength and by showing off her adoring partner. Um, this is called passion, and <clears throat> they uh, surrender their own self to this relationship. Um, and she lives life large and takes over the room when she enters it, and 
says in her own way, I'm the captain now. Uh, she has a commanding presence and demonstrates um, uh, overt signs through dress and mannerisms that she does have the power in that relationship. And, you know, she intimidates that beloved and the beloved can cower and uh, people usually scatter uh, when they know she's coming and those present will walk on eggshells around her if, if they do, do stay and uh, she's going to guard her beloved. But when she goes to the conscious part of her uh, personality and soul, uh, compassion will reign. And she then has reverence for her partner and sees that partner in that partner's own right. She's not possessive of that partner. She allows that partner to be who she is, free from any tyranny or any control. And this is where compassion comes in. She's gone to her soul child and she looks at her partner as she does herself. Her partner would want to be free just as she does. And so then the relationship is even more powerful because you've got two people who want to be with each other. If it's a male and a male and, or a female, and a female or a male and a female, and whichever the dynamic, if both partners are willing, both partners have reverence for each other and consider them a sacred part of their lives. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that one? It's good stuff. I mean, it's just interesting to see how the passion of the eight uh, of arrogance or lust mm -hmm. is played out in the three different subtypes. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it's really, um, it, it's amazing to watch, uh, mm -hmm. that ego type eight grow in the virtue of, uh, innocence or simplicity and, and to see how that just changes everything. The eight no longer has to be, uh, you know, has to put their strength on display, um, whether it be in groups or in a one-on-one -on -one relationship or in, you know, their own personal mm -hmm. protection, they can find some joy just in simplicity and in just pure innocence. <clears throat> yes, okay. absolutely. Which yeah, the, and, the innocence being the virtue of your time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your whole, you know, your whole persona changes mm -hmm. when, when you can embrace when the, the ego type eight, um, is conscious and embraces their virtue. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Which, so, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, um, this, this uh, last one um, is like many of the sexual syntony ones. There's a uh, golden thread of possession running through the uh, all the subtypes on this one, wanting to own their partner for some reason. And that is the ego that runs through all of these. And when that is no longer what is fueling these uh, sexual syntonic subtypes, there is a reverence and a spiritual respect for the partner. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, so much, there's so much more joy in that type of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Having a spiritual connection as opposed to um, 
bullying your way into control over another. Right. Right. Yeah. So this ends our, uh, uh, my presentation for today. I thank you for inviting me. Yes, thank you so much. And so next week we will be doing what? The nine subtitles. The nine, great, yeah. okay. Well, um, thank you for listening uh, to us today and we look forward to seeing you back next week. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please email us or reach out to us at the real Enneagram at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, when we do get these emails or questions or comments, we certainly would love to address that in one of our future podcasts. So uh, we hope everyone's staying safe and uh, we look forward to being together again next week. Thank you, Dr. Howell. Thank you so much, Erica. I'll talk to you okay. later. Okay. Bye. Thank you for being with us today. Check out our website at www.theicb.org. That's T-H-E-I-C-B dot O-R-G. If you have questions you would like to have answered on this podcast, just email us at the address on our website, theicb.org, under Contacts. And if you would like to attend one of the conferences or other events of the Institute for Conscious Being, you will find these presentations on our website under Events.